Welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Uh, we're also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Uh, Welcome back. Long time. How have you been? Uh, Good. This is your first time tuning in. Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies that Ryan likes in the hopes that we'll reach the coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, consider helping us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash filmpulse. And be sure to check out the Fredericks Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. Ryan, what movie did we have you watch? Upgrade. Upgrade. This is from last year. I have a synopsis here. This is written and directed by Lee Wanell. Set in the near future, technology controls nearly all aspects of life. But when Gray, a self-identified technophobe, has his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant called STEM. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Upgrade. Well, like you said, it's about a guy who doesn't believe in technology. And his girlfriend is... Pretty much the exact opposite, and she really believes in everything in technology now. And what day there's very longer a car, by the way, a car drives itself, and so they're riding along, and all of a sudden. The car is across Hawaii and it goes full speed into reverse and they can't make it stop. And eventually the car ends up flipping over and the guy, a bunch of guys come up to the guy girl. They kill the girl. And they paralyzed the guy and just go away. And later on, you find, well, at the end of the movie, you find out that he was, <laughs> he was paralyzed for a reason. And he was, his girlfriend's boss was trying to get him through. Implant this uh, new technology that he has that he can't uh, medically test it, but he implants it right where the guy's nerves are messed up, and this little chip magically fakes him and makes him be on a run and walk. And do everything in normal version does. And it also talks to him. But he's the only one they can hear it because it's inside of him. So throughout the movie, he has random conversations with it. And everyone thinks he's crazy about the computer chip. Like, you know, different moves that he should make. And every outcome of everything he will do 
and they kind of make him like superhuman a little bit. And he ends up when he gets it and figures out that the chip is really a bad guy. He also finds out that the guy who invented it paralyzed him on purpose and killed his girlfriend by accident just because he was there with him. But he was made of paralysis so they could pass this out. And by the end of the movie, he ends up killing everyone. And <laughs> Chip got taken over his entire body and put him in a dreamland, sort of. And the other Chip just takes over his normal functionality. So I guess he kind of becomes a computer program. And like I said, towards the end, everyone dies. <laughs> okay, so uh, what did you th- what did you think of Upgrade? I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, class. Yeah, there it was. Pretty cool. Okay, I we th- we kind of thought that you'd really dig this one, just because it has a lot of really fun stylized action it's got a little little sci-fi but it doesn't go too far into sci-fi territory did you like the action did you find the the fight scenes to be rewarding they're, they're okay i was more interested in uh his voice controlled wheelchair <laughs> It's just he was enamored by the wheelchair, the wheelchair tech. It's funny, I like I, when we were talking about giving this to you. I neglected to even remember that aspect of it. I I didn't I didn't remember it either until he started talking, and I was like, oh yeah, Ryan, what did you think of? Because I think the 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 scene that kind of got me like up in my seat a little bit was when he finally let Stem take over. And that first like fight sequence where he does that, like he goes completely stiff laying on the floor and just comes up and it just kicks off from there. That was the, the part in the movie where I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome. What did you think of that first? Uh, I like that. And I was kind of sad because I want that to be me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to... This is gonna be a downer episode. Yeah, this 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 pick totally backfired. <laughs> oh, I did not foresee this no. happening. So you're so you would you would go with the STEM experiment. You would have that done. No yeah, no questions yeah, asked. Yeah. If uh if there was some good I'm already into technology like home automation then. If there was something that would help me, and more, I would do it. I mean, shit, I might even do it. Like, I don't need... I, I Currently, I can walk, but I might do it anyway. Well, I mean, you essentially, like Ryan said, you become superhuman. Yeah. 
Now, the only downside to this is that at a certain point, this computer program is going to take over your body and you're going to essentially cease to exist. And a lot of people might die. So with that in mind, that, you still do a ride. That would be a really weird feeling. But would you enjoy the ride for like, say, let's say it takes like a year for a stem to completely overtake your body, your functionality, as you say. Would you be like, yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy the ride for a year. I'd eventually become, I'd find a way to become a game of killing people. He would rationalize it. <laughs> They were probably bad people, right? <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, yeah. But then at another certain point, like Ryan said, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everyone. They were all bad, though, in the movie, right? He doesn't kill any innocent people, does he? I don't remember. But cool. I think he does. Does he? Yeah. He, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, at the end. It's essentially anyone that gets in Stem's way. Yeah. I really, I, I remember really like. Yeah, I think we reviewed this on the show. I think you, we might have. I think I really liked this movie. I enjoyed it as well. Also, like that. It's that really great. As I said, it's it's a sci-fi movie, but it's not like hard sci-fi. It's just this little light dusting of sci-fi, and yeah, but it's it's hard enough, right? I thought it was. Uh... It's a movie adaptation of, uh, oh my god, I think it's game by Ubisoft. Where Assassin's you, Creed? Uh, no, we're a hacker. <laughs> Watch Dogs? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Is this based off of Watch Dogs? Ubisoft's Watch Dogs? I thought it was like so. a real life version Yeah, I mean, I guess Maybe. I could see, like, a similar aesthetic, although Watch Dogs takes place in present day, so it's not it's not like it's not that futuristic. It's just sort of futuristic in the hacking that you can do, and by futuristic I mean like completely unbelievable. <laughs> this was uh, this was like a mid range budget movie. We don't see a lot of these at all anymore. It had a five million dollar budget, and I feel like they did a lot with that budget because the movie looks great. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah and. All the effects were. It's fantastic. Camera work, too. Love the camera work in this. So it seems like the the main takeaway here is that Brian was really into the wheelchair. I just want to be able to get up through a wheelchair and lock. Have the wheelchair lock and not be able to move. I don't understand why that doesn't already exist, frankly. What's that? Voice voice activated wheelchairs. That's actually mm. what I thought about last night when I first saw it. I mean, you, it seems like you should be able to say, you'd be like, hey, hey, wheelchair, lock. And it'll like lock itself. I mean, you can do it with everything else. I can do it with my door, my lights, everything. Everything else in my home. Amazon put a light on wheelchairs. There you go. Yeah. There you go, Ryan. Did you immediately start blueprinting this? Brainstorm the old CAD. Uh, uh, pull, pull up some CAD <laughs> diagrams. Oh, uh, I was trying to figure out ways to do it. Chaining ways to do it. I just imagine Ryan just flipping that whiteboard over. 
cleaning off everything that he had on there before <laughs> All the formulas just furiously coding everything out i, I wouldn't I, I bet you can do it i mean because you can have like arduino boards that you can program to basically do anything and you could probably program it so that when you say a command it like moves a lever that that locks the wheelchair that like pushes the wheelchair lock you know like it pushes an arm that locks the wheelchair. I, it, I, that doesn't even seem hard to make. Mm-mm. No, it seems very, very basic. Now, if you were to like, if you were talking about like a way to like make it, make the wheelchair come over to you in bed or something like that, I think that'd be a little bit more advanced, but uh, basic. That'd be cool, but I'm not like, I don't really need my. I don't find myself out of my wheelchair needing it in my wheelchair for a while. Right. I, yeah. I feel like... But it also does seem like that that should exist. Yeah. Considering all the other tech that we have, like, I, I don't know how many people in my neighborhood have little robots that mow their yards. Like, how do we have that before we have, you know higher tech wheelchairs because people technology really isn't in the the handicap market (laughs) that's true i guess i i should i should know that by now yeah given the fact that you can't even get like a handicapped bathroom yeah yeah, there's lots of things they could do easily if they don't know There's stuff that they're supposed to do by law, but they're just like, nah. no. Yeah, I mean, when you look at wheelchair tech in general, other than like the really expensive kind of like space age, like the one that you sit in that can make you like stand up and stuff like that, like basic wheelchairs, the design hasn't changed for like a millennia, probably. No. And they're terrible. Yeah, they're just, they're not oh functionally oh sound. God. The three-wheel thing, too. Yeah, the three-wheeled thing is cool, but isn't that, like, prohibitively expensive? I mean, I, I feel like that the mass-market wheelchair tech should be at least somewhat close to where everything else is in the world. Voice-activated locking mechanism on your wheelchair. I mean, I, I bet I could talk to some some of the engineers that I know and develop something like that. It just, it doesn't seem hard. You made it to the Mario thing. You can charge whatever you wanted. It also seems like though, that, that, that might exist, but it only exists for a very select few people. Yeah. That can afford probably have it. to do some research and see if there's already something like yeah. that available. They came out, they put it on a wheelchair, but they also made that wheelchair like $340,000. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, well, you need a wheelchair, you're paying it. Yeah, yes, I mean, uh, th- we all will say in my life, I've had several wheelchairs, and most of them are manual. And I found one my second powered one right now that was over 20 grand, and there's nothing. Nothing special about it. Like, yeah, they can choose whatever they want. You can buy, like, ten Vespas for that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that's that's uh, so I ridiculous. 
That's the same, because hell, you can get that in a recliner. Yeah, I know, right? Like yeah. that, that doesn't seem that fancy, that's honestly. Like, but it's also in, insane to me that even like the the basic wheelchair design is just like the actual sitting portion of it is so unbelievably uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. It's like, it's outrageous. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like you couldn't just put. <laughs> A little more thought oh, into that. I'm glad you said that because not many people do say that. They're scared. They're too, <laughs> just like they're too scared. They're too scared of big wheelchair to to stand up against them with their uncomfortable seats. <laughs> well, just look at the like. There's no back support whatsoever. Oh, it's, it's awful, awful. It just is. I mean, I understand that you you kind of have to have a little bit of that. I mean, you kind of. It's got to be able to fold up, right? But it it seems like there could be some sort of middle ground. Yeah, there has to be. I would yeah, think so. You could do a lot more than if somebody actually spent time thinking about it, and not thinking of ways to make money of it. <laughs> you need to get Elon Musk on this. Get him to design some fancy new wheelchair that like folds up into your pocket, but is also very comfortable and has voice activation. I almost wonder if like the old ass like wicker wheelchairs <laughs> is actually like a better design. <laughs> they at least actually look more comfortable. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, it's got a high fucking back. Yeah, they. I mean, they on. need to start making wheelchairs with like the racing, like the, like the office chair that I have. That's like the racing seat, and make make those. Just figure out a way to have them fold up. I also like that we have not really talked about this movie at all. It's just been wheelchair straight design. wheelchair design. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like Ryan has much more to say about it. I mean, uh, <laughs> the idea I came from this movie. He's very focused on the wheelchair tech. He thought that the fighting was good. And it seems like I'm, it seems like he thought that the movie was okay in general. Yeah. I mean, technically speaking, it does seem to have been very thought provoking for him. I mean, most of those thoughts are just wheelchair tech. But still, it got him it got him up and thinking. It got the whiteboard yeah. out. He fired up CAD, came up with a couple of rough blueprints but also in something we didn't think about it made him very sad because in this movie this the whole movie is about a man who (laughs) is confined to a wheelchair who gets the space age implant that enables him to not only walk again but gives him superpowers something we probably should have thought about in hindsight yeah which in turn has made me really sad because like this the the whole idea of this podcast now is like how well do we know our friend that we can give him good, you know, movie recommendations, and we completely overlooked that. I honestly, like, uh, yeah, I forgot. How does that happen? 
How does that happen? I enjoyed the movie. I point out sad parts for me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's been just... over a year since I've seen this movie, and probably you too, Kevin. And I just I totally yeah. forgot about that aspect of it. But it's also like the I main know it is it is movie that pertains to Ryan's actual life is lived in reality. And us as two friends are like, yeah, this shouldn't make them sad at all. <laughs> I was just thinking about the, the cool the cool action. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But there you go. We weren't thinking about our friend. <laughs> God. <laughs> we did not think about him once. Uh incredible. This has been a learning experience. Yeah. Every every episode. There's there's learnings from every episode. Wow. Yeah, I mean it does uh it does uh, reveal some some things about yourself. It just kind of catch you off guard. Yeah. Wow. All right, Ryan. Let's give you your drum roll on this. What do you give? Upgrade. Nine? Did what? you say nine? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I thought I like I legit thought he said five. Because I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That sucks. That's a bummer. But then when you were like, did you say nine? In my head, for that split second, I was like, there's no fucking way he said nine. <laughs> Given everything that he just said about the movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. He, you are so, I mean, Ryan, I, talk <laughs> about just, you are a tough dude to pin down. I like the movie. I mean, a nine. said. I just, even then, even then, trying to justify your nine, you completely undercut. Yeah. The I nine. liked the movie, but it was just really <laughs> sad. Nine out of ten. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you gave it a nine that, that shows that we didn't completely fumble this. No, but I also, I, I too, like Adam, I'm very happy. But at the same time, I feel like interrogating you on that nine. Because I don't know if that's... I just... I don't feel that that's a truthful nine. I don't know if this oh is some God. sort of game. Yeah, but it was truthful. Okay. I, I mean, you didn't right seem... Was ever... I mean, I think I think the the blocker here is that you didn't seem that enthusiastic about the movie in general. Like you didn't, you didn't have a lot of. I'm just not that enthusiastic at all. Oh, jeez, that's getting sad. Oh my god, you're asking based on No, that's fine. You're giving honest answers. It's just. Those honest answers are like grounding us, are like grinding us into the ground. Oh man. man! Well, I hope it gets better. Well, we'll we'll see if we can give you something next week that that doesn't make you sad. Yeah, we gotta find something uplifting, something cheerful. Gotta lift them spirits. I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I didn't understand any of that. I don't know what. Uh, I just, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this is he's oh screwed. my god I go to daddy, 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 but I don't know about that. 
We'll give you. Well, we're gonna try. We're gonna try our damnedest. We'll give you like Paddington Two or something. Something that's just like pure joy. Yeah, don't fight it either. You got to be open minded to the joy. Got to invite it into drink your it life. in. Drink in the joy. Just let it wash over you. Uh, all right, Ryan. Any final thoughts on upgrade before we close it out this week? Uh. Nope. All right. <laughs> Oh man, what a what a roller coaster of an episode. Uh, I love this. I love uh, it. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. You can send us your picks for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you hopefully next week. Uh, oh my God, even that was depressing. I, I <laughs> didn't realize that.